Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend, Julie, and she is going to talk to us a little bit about her anti-MLM advocacy. So Julie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Awesome, Elizabeth. Thanks so much for having me on. I actually just recently made a huge move from Texas to Minnesota. Um, I'm a 27-year-old. I have three super cute dogs, a husband, and have been in the anti-MLM atmosphere for about two and a half years at this point. So um, that's a, I, I don't have a whole lot going on in my life right now. So that's a little bit about me currently. I love it. Where in Texas did you live? I lived in Austin. Okay. I'm from Dallas. That's so cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 Great love. Um, also y'all, this is like guilty pleasure for me because if you know me, you know that I love watching anti MLM videos on YouTube. I love to go down a rabbit hole and learn about all the different kinds of MLMs. So I'm so excited that you're on today, Julie. So talk about what got you interested in the anti MLM community in the first place. Yeah. So I was a part of an MLM for a little over a year. I was a little more successful than the average person, um, which is not many people in general. And at a certain point, I realized that it probably wasn't all that it was cut out to be. I feel like you kind of come to a crossroads of like, you kind of know and realize like, oh, okay, uh, this isn't everything that I thought it was. And I, I know that a lot of people aren't going to be successful. So do I stay knowing that I might make it to the top now that I'm close to being there and um, potentially hurt a lot of people or do I go? Um, and I left um, at that point. The way that I came about anti-MLM was super weird. Uh, it was during 2020. We were all on TikTok, I think, or a lot of us were, you know, we were all bored hanging around and I made a TikTok that went viral. And the person, I like stitched one and the person asked, you know, what was your weird experience in MLM or what was the reason that you left your MLM? And I stitched it and it went viral. And then um, people started asking me questions. And so I just started answering them and never stopped. And that's how I got into anti-MLM. And um, that's what brought me here today. I love it. I always think it's so impressive when people start, especially doing like anti-MLM content after they've been in an MLM, because I do feel like it gives you um, a more broad perspective than compared to the girls who like haven't ever been in an MLM. Um, mm -hmm. I think sometimes there's kind of like the, well, why would you ever do that in the first place? But that's obviously, it, it, they're very um, convincing with what they do. And so mm -hmm. that's why so many people fall into that. Mm -hmm. Also, we probably should have started here, but can you give us like a broad definition of what an MLM is? An MLM is, I mean, very, very basically a multi-level marketing company that you sell products and get people to sell products underneath you. You make commission usually two ways. And one is by um, selling the product and the other is by people below you selling the product. So the more people you have below you, the more money you can potentially make. I always say, if you take a top leader's downline away and tell me if they're still the top leader. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So what is one of your main goals with your anti-MLM content? My main goal is, oh, that's a big one. I feel like I have so many, but I think most importantly, just educating. I think that a lot of times MLMs leave out a whole part of who they are and what they are and leave a lot of information out and I'm there to fill in the rest of it. I'm also there to 
show the manipulation, deception, and hypocrisy, I think, that goes on throughout most MLMs. And um, yeah, I think the key to for someone to make a proper decision is based on having all of the information. And uh, that's what I'm there to do. Yeah, I love that. Thanks. Um, so talk about some easy ways to identify an MLM. So kind of, I'm, I'm thinking more like whenever, you know, you get the Instagram DMs, like how do you decipher between something that's actually a job and something that's an, an or an MLM? So it used to be a lot easier. <laughs> it does get more difficult, especially with other scams coming about too, that I've been starting to cover. But with MLMs, if you're first off, if you're getting a DM about a job, I probably would not go with that job. Um, you know, I think that the best thing you could do to start off is there's a website called Is It an MLM? And you can just simply go there and type in the company name. A lot of times, though, they won't actually give you the company name. What they want to do is give you an opportunity, pull you into their DMs, and then that way they can persuade you in ways that they were taught to persuade you. I think another thing that I normally do is I will go look at, well, there's stories of the day. Sometimes I'll have it in there. But a lot of times they might have links to it in their link tree. Sometimes they don't. So I'll take it a step further to figure out. I actually go to maybe a recent post they've made about someone or a recent tag, or if someone commented on that post, um, I will go and look at their profile. And a lot of times people they are connected to, they have a strategy of commenting on each other's posts to boost them. So if you go look at someone who commented on that person's post, they eventually what you're going to find is down the line, someone's going to have the name somewhere. So it gets a little complicated there, but um, since I do this for one of my jobs, <laughs> I've had to be strategic in the ways that I go about figuring it out because they've gotten uh, a bit smarter about it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do some digging sometimes. <laughs> uh huh. Absolutely. Okay. This one might be a tough one, but what MLM, because you know, sometimes there's there's trends with the MLMs, you know, like um, I'm thinking about like the, gosh, what were those? They were like kind of like powders that you put in drinks. Like those used to be big whenever I was an undergrad, mm-hmm. um, but I'm sure that the, the trends have changed. So what MLM right now do you feel like is doing the most damage? It's one that, that I, um, so I'm a mental health advocate and I also make sure that that is very well known. And it, there's an MLM called Amari. And Amari has put themselves out there as the mental wellness company. And they they say a lot of terrible things uh, when it comes to prescription medication and um, talking about their supplements being great, I guess, uh, replacements for prescription medication when it comes to people really struggling with mental wellness. And I know, <laughs> I feel the same way. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are struggling. Um, I mean, 2020 was a hard year and it really hasn't gotten a whole lot better in different ways since. I feel like we've lived through a lot of things in the past four years. And um, I think that certain things they say, like it helps depression by like 105%. I mean, they're just, you know, it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But also uh, what they do is they are telling people, essentially not necessarily directly, sometimes directly to stop their medication 
and try their products. What they don't understand though, is when it comes to mental health medication, there are several of them that you can't just stop. Uh, it really will mess with your brain and it could really hurt you to just, uh, just stop it like one day without tapering off. What they also don't understand is that some people have disorders and some people struggle with things that will need constant help throughout their life. And so for them to try to say uh, our, our supplements, which are not, I mean, they're not regulated, uh, will help you and are better for you than our prescription medication that are the prescription medication that you're taking is dangerous in multiple ways. One, it's a lie. <laughs> I mean, there's just no proof. Um, two, uh, it could really hurt someone. And three, it could hurt like, pe like people outside of that person's, like in that, in the person's life. Like if they are struggling with mental health and they get off their meds, that could potentially hurt people around them. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of feelings towards that one in particular, but um, I think that one to me at this point right now is probably the worst. Yeah, that makes me mad for so many reasons. Um, I was pre-med in undergrad. I'm not pre-med anymore. And then I have a degree in nutrition. And so for everybody listening, you don't need supplements just across right. the board. Right. Most of the time, you don't need supplements. If you do need a supplement, it's something that the doctor will prescribe. You don't need to go out and find themselves. You're buying quite literally expensive pee. There's that like Big Bang Theory like bit that they do. And it's so true. So yeah. I can't believe that that's like even a thing. Like I'm like, who came up with this and was like, this will be a good marketing strategy, number one, because, I'm, I, you know, it's working right now. But like we said, they, they go in trends and mm -hmm. in no way people are going to start buying that, especially like the more press that it starts to get. Yeah. Um, and the more that nutritionists, I'm like, once the nutritionists get a hold of that, mm -hmm. they have a field day. They're not gonna be happy about that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So talk about the relationship between the anti MLM community and women empowerment. This is one of my favorite discussions. And I think it's pretty straightforward. I think a lot of times I mentioned it briefly earlier, a lot of times uh, knowledge can be power. And I think, like I mentioned, they leave out a lot. And my goal, and I think our goal is the anti-MLM community genre, however you want to look at it, is to fill in that information that they will not add in. Uh, they might tag a little, here's our income disclosure statement, or here's the compensation plan you can look at. But I think companies, and this is my opinion, but when you look at it, it I don't know, I think it's pretty straightforward too. They intentionally make them a bit confusing and make information a little harder to get. Some you have to email, some you have to actually be a part of the company. So people will email me their stuff when they were a part of the company. And it makes it really hard, like these, these different things, compensation plans, income disclosure statements, policy and procedures and whatnot, they, they make it hard to decipher. They make it visually difficult to look at. And then also there's so many numbers and words everywhere. So as someone who's been doing this for a couple of years, I'm, I think I'm at this point pretty good at working through those. Um, and I think just helping people break down these different things, like an income disclosure statement, helping people see, well, you know, this is a very hypocritical conversation because at the beginning of her training, she said this, at the end, she said this. Uh, and using a lot of times the MLM company's own uh, things like their disclosure statements or whatever against them, right? Saying, well, this top leader is saying you could make $500 a month if you start with us now, but showing that they don't even make, most people, 99%, don't even make $500 a year. So for her to say that, 
it's just not, it's not correct. And she's really, I think, looking for, it's a grift. A lot of times they're looking for money. Uh, they want to get people to join so that it boosts their income. <laughs> uh, so I think just knowledge is super important. Having someone to help decipher these different things is really important because they're intentionally confusing. Uh, and so I really think that um, education and all of it is the number one. I think that's that's what that's what empowers people a lot of times is education. And so I think that's how it connects really well with women empowerment. Yeah, I also get so frustrated whenever I see because, um, you know, they have like kind of like a lingo that's kind of like pretty much stereotyped across the board of like, um, you know, like working mamas and like girl boss oh, and like yes. all that stuff. And like it is so truly targeted towards young millennial age moms that are young like that whole group is absolutely their target and I mean their marketing shows that too um so I I get so frustrated and I and I love that you know you're on today because you know this is a women empowerment podcast and it it is so intertwined with anti-MLM okay our final question what is one thing that is you think is important for people to understand about MLMs I think what's important for people to understand is it's not the company. Every company is bad. And by that, I mean, the the main issue isn't with the different companies. So there's, I hear a lot of times, oh, well, MLM isn't always great, but this company's great. The issue is always going to be the core of what multi-level marketing is. So the core of it is someone trying to get someone else to join their downline so that they can profit more off of them and then continuing to do that over and over and over again. And a lot of times, the majority of the time, doing it in a way that is deceptive. Um, and that is every MLM company. Sometimes they'll throw things, MLM companies will throw things out there like, oh, you can go, you can do this way, which is a way that you don't have to have a team below you. But if you if they actually gave numbers out, there's next to nobody that is able to do that. Um, so yeah, I think the most important thing to know is it is not one single company. It is not uh, particular companies or particular things that they sell. It is what MLM or network marketing or social selling or whatever they want to call it is to the very core. And until that actual business model is changed or regulated more properly, uh, that's going to be the issue. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Julie, for coming on today and giving us all of your insight and knowledge. And um, I I told her before we started this that I was so excited to have her on, obviously, because this is, you know, like my guilty pleasure, like rabbit hole YouTube at night thing to go down. (laughs) And I want more people to to know about it so that I can talk to people about it. So I'm so thankful that you were able to come on. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love to talk about it. Uh, you know, I have a YouTube channel with almost 500 videos over it. So apparently I, I do love to talk about it, uh, and TikTok and stuff. I, I think that at this point, I will say some positives are that MLM is down a lot. Um, each company's numbers are down showing that I think education is working and, um, they aren't able to hide as well anymore, which is great (laughs) for women, especially. Thanks to you. Thanks to you. That's okay. You're so nice. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Of course. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye y'all.